You're listening to the International Moving Podcast, your guide to moving to another country, brought to you by SDC International Shipping, LA's finest. An international move is exciting. It's a time to start over, establish a new business maybe, reestablish family ties, or retire where your budget will do more for you. Please enjoy today's episode, and if you have any questions about your international move, give us a call at 888-779-3962. That's 888-779-3962. All right. Welcome back, everyone. This is Jim for SDC International Shipping. Thanks for joining me for today's podcast episode. This is part two of our conversation. We were talking about relocating internationally to Colombia, South America. And why Colombia? Well, there are several reasons why. I'm going to touch on those again. We're going to look at the pros and cons of specific areas within Colombia. Before, before we even get to that, let me just reiterate a few things I think that were kind of important that I mentioned in the previous episode, in case you didn't hear that. Uh, the cost of living in Colombia verse, versus the United States is significantly lower. A matter of fact, of all of the comparisons that I've done thus far, I'm not saying Colombia is going to be the lowest, but right now it's definitely way up there as one of the countries that has a significant difference in the cost of living without a huge, huge drop in lifestyle. If you're going to move to another country and cost of living is way up there on your reasons for moving and relocating, then the best case scenario is that you're able to duplicate or possibly even improve your overall lifestyle while spending less money doing it or to improve your life's lifestyle while spending the same amount that you would be spending here. Of course, there's other reasons why you would want to relocate. Maybe you've just had enough of wherever it is that you're currently located in. Sometimes people who spend their lives in the city just get to the point where they've seen all they want to see of the city. It's not that they hate city life or if they could go back and do it all over again, they wouldn't. It's just that you get to a point in your life where you think, well, this is would be a good time to have new experiences, check out new places. And these are the kind of things you don't want to wait maybe until you're in your 80s to do. I know a lot of people retire maybe in their 60s or early 70s, and they're healthy enough to still enjoy an active lifestyle. And some people, the change of scenery is a significant, has a significant impact on their lives, not so much because they're outdoors people, but just because scenery does affect us. I mean, it's one thing to open up a window and look out and see uh, trees and green lawns. And especially depending on where you live, if you live in a warmer climate, you see different types of wildlife, possibly uh, deer, exotic birds, depending again on where you live in the world. And even though maybe you're not like a, a nature enthusiast, so to speak, you do appreciate maybe having that kind of view. People who can't even swim enjoy living on the water because of the the scenic view and how that uh, impacts them on a psychological level. It's very calming. And I have to say that having grown up around the water, I myself am not like a water type of, of, of a person. I don't go swimming or sailing or any of that. But the thought of being away from the water is not something that has any appeal to me. So it it does really depend, I think, on your personality. I know other people feel the same way about the mountains. 
They love being able to see the mountains. They're not hikers. They're not mountain climbers or anything like that. And they don't maybe even participate in outdoor activities that much. But the thought of not seeing that landscape again is not something that is appealing to them. And when we look at a country like Colombia, and I'm straying a little bit from the cost of living here, but what's interesting about the, the country is that it has a lot of things going for it, including beaches, the, uh, the Andes Mountains running through it, the Amazon rainforest, all of those things in, in a single country. And of course, you know, if you're familiar with South America, that's true of uh, most of the countries there. They enjoy all of these types of uh, elements. The, they say the Amazon rainforest isn't as big as it used to be. I'm not sure if that's true or not, because I know they passed certain laws to allow the um, trees to regrow certain areas to repopulate with certain types of wildlife. And it's amazing what, uh, when they pass these laws, what a decade can do, how much can grow back. Anyway, why would you choose Colombia? Well, of course, there's the natural beauty. And again, I mentioned the Andes Mountains. Also, you have two coasts. You have the Caribbean and the Pacific coasts um, accessing that one um, country, a single country. If you look at it on the map, you can see where Central America kind of intersects with it. On one side, you've got one coast. On the other side, you've got the other. The, the culture is very diverse. You have to recognize that you have the indigenous types of um, people with the African and Spanish influences on top of that, plus people from other parts of the world and other parts of South America. You've got a very good economy there. The affordable living, like I was telling you, uh, they're very welcoming of locals, which isn't true of many countries, unfortunately. The food, the culinary side of it, if you enjoy traditional dishes, Spanish dishes, the Colombian food scene definitely has a fusion of many different influences and flavors. Um, so let's talk about, quickly again, the cost of living. Now, grocery prices in Colombia are, on average, almost 62% lower than the United States. That is significant. In a Colombian restaurant, you would generally pay 68.9% less. Transportation is 45.5% less. Housing is 77.2% less. And so, if, for example, one person, the average cost of living in Colombia for a single person a month is, in American dollars, $546, which on average, again, we're using averages, is 75% less expensive than in the United States, where the average cost is $2,213. And we're talking about everything. The average cost of living for a Colombian family, whole family, we're talking about $1,336, which is 73% less expensive than in the United States, which is $5,003. Healthcare and things like that, insurances do definitely affect the bottom line, of course, as does Inflation And the final one, I'll just uh, to remind you, if you weren't listening to the previous episode, the cost of renting a one-bedroom apartment in downtown Columbia is about $208, which is 86% less expensive than the average in the United States, which is, which is $1,528. I know in Florida, the average cost on the West Coast has moved from $1,500 last year to about $1,800 this year. Prices have gone crazy in the state of Florida, much like they have in other places that um, used to be much cheaper in the United States. 
And all of these citations, you can find them in costofliving.com, mylifestyleelsewhere.com, uh, numbeo, N-U-M-B-E-O.com, and several other uh, websites. Let's talk about finding the right location. This is where I want to pick, pick it up from last week. One of the most important decisions you're going to make when you're going to move internationally to Colombia is selecting the place that you'll call your home in Colombia. So Colombia offers an array of cities and regions. Each one has its own unique charm and lifestyle. And so let's talk about how to go about finding the perfect place to live for your new life in Colombia. Let's start with the geographical diversity which means that basically the country caters to various preferences and lifestyles like most countries do. But here's a breakdown of some of the most popular locations to consider. Number one is Bogota. Colombia's capital city is located high in the Andes Mountains, and it has a very uh, fast-paced, bustling uh, urban lifestyle. It has a mix of the modern with the historical. So it has a combination of the two, like many old cities do. The pros of living in Bogota, diverse job opportunities, cultural attractions, and it has a thriving expat community. So you'll be able to connect not only people from the United States, but from all over the world. What are the cons? The cons are Bogota has a higher cost of living than compared with other Colombian cities. Next, we have Cartagena. Cartagena is considered a coastal gem. It's located on the Caribbean Sea. So if you're looking at the map, we're talking about the right side. It's famous for its historic old town, vibrant atmosphere. The pros, beautiful beaches, a rich history, and a very lively tourist scene. The cons, the cost of living there can be a little bit higher in if you're in a tourist centric area. Now, of course, that's true of everything. I mean, just a few blocks, we can compare the United States here, for example, just a few blocks inland from a beach location could be a, you know, significant enough drop in price as compared to maybe having a home right on the beach. All right, number three, Medellin, it's spelled M-E-D-E-L-L-I-N. I guess if you just spelled or pronounced it phonetically, it would sound like Medellin, but with the accent, it's Medellin. It's also known as the City of Eternal Spring. I've also seen that label apply to Colombia as a country, as a whole. Medellin is set in a very picturesque valley, has a very mild climate there. Some of the pros are it has very innovative public transportation. It has a blossoming art scene and a very welcoming expat community. The cons are very heavy traffic in some of the areas. That's Medellin number three. So Bogota, Cartagena, Medellin. Number four is Cali, kind of like a what we would call California sometimes, Cali for short. Cali is the salsa capital of the world. It's known for music, dance, and a lively atmosphere. The pros are, it has a very rich cultural scene. It's affordable. So you have the the liveliness with affordability. And if you have a passionate love for music and dance, Cali would probably be all the way at the top of your options if you're going to consider moving to Colombia. 
the cons, fewer job opportunities compared with the larger cities. Next, we have a group called the Coffee Triangle, also known as AJ Cafetero. The description is, this comprises cities like Manizales, Pereira, and Armenia, and this region is famous for coffee production. If you've been around for a while and you remember some of the old commercials that were on TV about Colombian coffees being uh, brewed high in the mountains and this is the this is the region. This is the coffee production region and that includes those areas with just stunning landscapes. If you ever uh, want to look that up online just type in coffee triangle Colombia and you'll see some of the landscapes for yourself. The pros are the area is known for tranquil living, natural beauty, and a slower pace of life. That sounds pretty good to me. The cons, limited urban amenities compared to the major cities. Okay, that's number five. Let's talk about the housing options. So once you've narrowed down your preferred location, then it's time to explore the housing options that are there. Columbia offers a variety of choices including apartments. Apartments are readily available in urban areas. They offer convenience and often security. The pros are the, the accessibility to our um, amenities, potentially lower maintenance, and security features. That's a little bit different here in the United States. I know they have security features in a lot of the condo associations throughout the country, but there it's, it's sort of, there was always a focus, if my understanding is correct, on uh, implementing security features with apartments. The cons are it's a smaller living space compared to houses. Now, if you look at houses, of course, then particularly in a suburban area, you're going to enjoy more space, a sense of privacy. The pros are, you know, you're living in a larger space, you have an outdoor area, the potential for customization. The cons are just like any buying a home in any country, including here in the United States, you have your maintenance, and of course, it's going to be a lot pricier than an apartment. Uh, co-living spaces. This is interesting because co-living spaces are gaining popularity in Colombian cities, offering shared accommodations with a community type of atmosphere. The pros are it's cost effective. There's a social environment built in. You've got some flexibility there. The cons, of course, are you may have limited privacy compared with traditional housing. So, when you're aware of these, the best thing to do is to reach out to a local real estate agent, talk to people who are living in these areas. You can find expat communities online. You can find out the details that you would never know just from doing a general search online. But there's a lot of online listings also that you can look through. You can visit the properties in, in person. Of course, if you're going to move there, that's definitely something that you want to do. And you can take your time to assess your needs and your budget before you make a final decision. The Colombian real estate market in 2023 has been described as dynamic. So you'll likely find options that suit your preferences. There isn't, um, there, there has not been a slide as far as uh, that goes, like we see in some areas here in the United States where real estate prices have just exploded. Now, when we talk about daily life, you may want to consider some things like the healthcare system. Columbia, fortunately, has a very robust healthcare system. You can research the healthcare options and choose a plan that covers your needs. Then you can familiarize yourself with local hospitals and clinics in case of emergency, 
A lot of expats get an international type of healthcare insurance that covers them if they're traveling to multiple countries. So maybe you're going to be in Colombia, but maybe you're going to travel a little bit and spend some time in Brazil and Argentina. And so if you have if you pay a little bit more, and I'm not even talking about an exorbitant amount more, but from everything that I've heard from people who have done this, they say that if you spend a little bit more, then you're guaranteed to get English speaking healthcare providers no matter where you're at in the world. It's a network and you buy into that network. And so you don't have to worry about maybe some of the things that come with a national type of healthcare. For example, I've talked to some of my friends in the UK and you can wait months and months and months and months to get maybe even a minor operation because there's so many people ahead of you in line. Whereas if you pay for private health care, you skip to the uh, front of the line, if that makes sense. Transportation, Colombia has a very well-developed transportation system. So depending on your location, you can use buses, taxis. There's also something called the Transmillennial System in Bogota. It's considered to be very efficient, one of the most efficient transportation systems uh, in this side of the world. So having a car is not necessarily um, critical. Maybe it's going to be more of an option in your case. But of course, either way, it's, uh, it's essential that you understand the local driving regulations and how all of that works. Should you transport a car from the United States to South America? Most of the time, unless it's some kind of a classic or antique, something of great value, it'd probably be better just to sell your vehicle here and then purchase another one over there. But that's just a personal preference. Maybe if I had a newer car, I would consider bringing it with me and looking into the details of doing that. But to start wrapping things up, Colombia is a very popular destination for expats due to all the things we talked about in both episodes. Today, we reiterated the vibrant culture, the landscapes, and the growing economy. So just some of the reasons why you might want to consider a move to Colombia as an expat in your future. Number one, the affordable living. Colombia offers a lower cost of living compared to the United States. Number two, career opportunities. Colombia's diverse industries include things like technology, finance, and agriculture. It has a wide array of possibilities for expats. The natural beauty, which we talked about, picturesque landscapes, including the mountains, the beaches, the rainforests, and a friendly society, which is something that's very important. Expats report feeling very welcome in Colombia's very welcoming and friendly society. So if you are planning a move to Colombia, remember us at SDC International Shipping. We have been moving household goods, personal effects, families to Colombia from the U.S. for 13, between 13 and 15 years now. We offer both ocean and air freight services. We can help pack your belongings, plan your moving budget, and more. So if you haven't already done so, check out our website at sdcinternationalshipping.com. You can call us toll-free at 877-339-0267, or you can visit the website and read. We have a blog with moving tips, a podcast, lots of information, just a wealth of information that's available there. You can chat with us live, or you can also get a free moving quote. From any destination that you like, we have a form that you can fill out where you're moving from and where you're moving to. So that's it for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. 
If so, please go ahead, share it with a friend, share it on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, wherever you happen to be. And I think that does it for today. So thanks again for listening, and I will see you in the next episode. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. Thanks for listening. Whether you're relocating within the country or moving to the other side of the world, we're here to help from start to finish. Connect with us today at 888-779-3962. That's 888-779-3962.